Skin and Sass, the podcast talking all things skin to the side of sass. Proudly brought to you by KGA Body. Last week on Skin and Sass lines because okay. I'm not expecting people to not smile and live their life. I'm not asking you to be posh spice here. <laughs> but it might help you. So well, I mean, it's helping her. That's what she swears by. But Her hubby is this hot like soccer player and he's 10 years younger than her. So I reckon maybe that's helping having a hot young husband as well. <laughs> that's the secret, guys. Yeah, man, it's time for um, me to upgrade. <laughs> time to so- upgrade. <laughs> Even if it says dermatologist tested. <laughs> yeah, just because they tested it doesn't mean they approved it. No. <laughs> I tested it, it's shit. Yeah, but they Still tested, tested it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Skin and Sass episode... What are we up to? Seven? Season three, eight. No, episode Oh eight. my goodness, up to episode eight. And this one was titled, What We Do. Um, I'm Andy Polson. I have with me Kelly George. Hey, Kelly. Hey, guys. Happy Hello. Wednesday. Ooh, yeah. For those who are listening on a Wednesday. <laughs> That's right. So if you're not listening on the Wednesday, what the hell are you doing? Then you're not a diehard fan. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> we love our diehard fans that listen in every, every Wednesday when we drop a new episode. Shout out to you guys. Mwah, big kisses. Um, yeah. Another week of lockdown. Almost sick of talking about it now, hey? I know, I know. Well, so to, we're recording on Father's Day, so it's a lockdown Father's Day. And it's yeah. raining too, so it's like... Oh. Not even like you can go and play golf or get out and about. It's pouring here. so It rained yesterday in Sydney and the sun has just come out. So it's a bit cold, nice. but the sun's coming yeah, out. So, it's yeah, it's chilly again too. Bart's, oh, Bart's uh, taking the excuse to watch some Bruce Lee documentary because normally <laughs> that would be like, why are we watching this? This is so yeah. boring. <laughs> He's sick of watching Housewives yeah. and like sick of watching Housewives <laughs> and what else? Oh, what else? I, I watched um, my orthodox, my unorthodox life. Have you seen that one? <gasps> it's is, really, is that the really one good. about the orthodox Greek community? No, orthodox yes. Jewish, sorry. not Jewish, Greek. yeah. Yes, yes. I originally was like that's not really up my alley I'm not that interested Mm. but oh my god guys this woman is inspirational basically she grew up was raised you know married off at a really young age um ultra ultra orthodox um Jewish community to the point that like they live in a town where Mm. there's a special door for women like women don't walk in the same door as men and women aren't allowed to show their elbows or they'll go to hell and just you know stuff like that she left the community at like 41 or 42 years old mm. and by 49 she is living in this three-story penthouse in Manhattan she's got she flies her helicopter out to her house in the Hamptons like Amazing. she's in 7 years she's gone from absolutely nothing to this like superstar like designer slash model CEO like she's just crazy like she's Ah uh, that's crazy. She's is just, it on Netflix? It's on Netflix, yeah. Sorry, yeah. I mean, I'm way off track here, but it's like quite inspirational. No, cool, well, cool look, show. everyone's looking for a new Netflix series, I think, at some yeah. point where we're kind of getting through the catalogue of good stuff. So. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Thankfully, there's been some new releases lately because I really did finish Netflix. I was like, I don't know. I've been watching, um, it's really trashy, but it's great entertainment, um, Sex Life. Oh, I like that. I, I finished yeah. that a while back. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet, but it's... I like that. I think we should just touch on it's that good I thought it was really good. Yeah. It is good escapism, but also I think... Well, first of all, I think maybe it doesn't need as much sex, like, after the first Well, it doesn't episodes. need it, but I still like it. <laughs> I'm here for the sex. <laughs> but I like, I like the story they tell, because it's a little bit different to your usual, like, yes. fairy tale, how it's supposed yes. to be, but... But they're not painting um, the female character in like a particularly negative light, despite her choices. So I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Well, don't tell me how the season ends no. because I'm, it's all sort of happening and the turmoil of who she's going to pick. Is she going to pick the husband or the yeah. ex-boyfriend who she's pining after? So yeah. Yeah. it's I'll be interested to see 
what direction it goes in for the next couple of episodes. But the thing that's interesting is the main character in that, the actress, she actually, so she's was married with um, kids. She left her husband for the the like, guy, the, the character, the actor. And yes. she's significantly older than him as well. Yeah. So it's it's really like obviously the chemistry that they have on screen was real chemistry. Is real. And you can tell because the chemistry is pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So and she she looks great. And I was watching it's interesting. Oh, she looks I was amazing. Actually, yeah, I was watching it last night and Banging. yeah. Her um so so that actress that plays the lead and then her best friend, who's like the black woman. Yes. They both are very gorgeous, but they have a huge amount of facial movement. And I was watching it mm. because it was, they were just frowning and everything's moving. And I'm like, mm. how can they look so young with so much movement? Because clearly they had no Botox in their face at that point in time. So do they know that they're filming something mm-hmm. and they go, okay, I'm no Botox stop. for six months? Yes. Like, I wonder yes. if that's a Hollywood thing. Well, I think, yeah, I, have, I read somewhere once that sometimes it's written into their contracts right, that they have okay. to not so that they can have that expression. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And on the flip side, it's written into some models' contracts that they can only be treated treated by certain injectors who oh. treat their face to look the same in a, like a runway show. So they've all got that kind of the same shaped eyebrows and the same shaped every oh like it's just gosh. yeah it's such a thing i wish i could i'd love to be like the person that goes around and just injects all the supermodels <laughs> Makes how cool would that be <laughs> oh, it could be cool well yeah but... probably don't want to look the same but like in terms of experience it would be a pretty cool job it would be interesting it would be an interesting <laughs> but i'd be like no i'm not doing that I'd be like, <laughs> on my high horse about the ethics oh <laughs> uh, yes i was gonna say come on about your ethics george <laughs> <laughs> oh, it depends how much they pay me right <laughs> right yeah i know Everyone can be bought. Name your price. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I've been like not working for four weeks, so I'm, I'd be happy for. Yeah, you probably do point. anything at this point. Don't. <laughs> you want um, Russian lips? Okay. <laughs> sure. Whatever. How, how many Cupid's bows? Twelve. Sure. <laughs> um, so speaking of same same and celebs, um, we've been having a bit of a chat earlier today because oh. there's been some pictures circulating the internet on Tory spelling. It's actually do you remember everywhere. Tory spelling? It's huge. <laughs> Tori Spelling from she the was original in what, Beverly 90210. Hills, 90210. And she's bounced around with plastic surgery, injectable. She's always looked a little overdone, but she's taken it to a whole new level recently. I mean, back in the day, she was actually, I think, known as one of the first people that had like a pretty botched boob job. Like, remember she had that uh, big, yeah, horrible separated, separation? Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, so it's all over the place that it's almost like she's gone to her plastic surgeon and she's asked <laughs> to look like Khloe Kardashian. Yes. And she it... does look like Khloe Kardashian. <gasps> it's like crazy. A, like the poor man's cousin or something. But it reminds, like Yeah, yeah, like not... Like it's at, not, not quite... <laughs> it's like the Chinese knockoff version of Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not as sophisticated work, yeah. I don't think. But yeah, it's like you know when you go to a market and buy those. Oh yeah, completely. You know when you buy those like fake Louis Vuitton handbags in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like as, that. As as Seven Step Kevin would say, he'd say Chloe Kada- Chloe Kardashian from Wish. That's his favorite saying. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. I actually, it's interesting because I put it up on our story because I saw you know a side by side so on Instagram. So it would be Sunday. It would be down but maybe we'll repost it when it comes out um but i did ask this morning you know is tori trying to look like chloe and then the side by side photo and it's only been up there an hour but so far 88 percent of our listeners said yes Mm, so there you go and say it's pretty she i mean it's pretty undeniable but i said to andy earlier when we're chatting off air like what is this obsession with celebrities all trying to look like mm. a cookie cutter basically yes. like why do they have to look the same why can't you be a beautiful or a, or a, you know a, an enhanced version of yourself versus like yeah. changing it's funny because i feel like you know the 90s supermodels like they were famous because they all had a very like individual look yes that famous photo of like yeah. claudia schiffer 
uh, Cindy Crawford, Naomi Campbell, mm. Kate Moss was in it. There's this famous photo, yes. and they do like Christy Turlington. They all look completely different in it, but they're all mm. beautiful. And I think that's right in their own way. Yeah, it's crazy that you know you put the Kardashians in a photo together, and they all look exactly the same. Exactly the same, and I think it's just so. I was saying, aside from the whole ethics of everyone trying to look the same and the body dysmorphia that goes along with all these women wanting to look the same thing what it says to me is that that look can be bought for a price if you have enough money everybody with with enough time you know and and the right Mm -hmm. types of treatments and the right amount of product and the lighting and the makeup and everything Mm -hmm. else you can buy that look. And it does. It looks mm. manufactured. It looks like they're all coming out of the same doll factory. Mm. Okay, so... so Sorry, are we getting too much off track, are we? Oh, God, no, not at all. Actually, I was just going to say it's leading into, I guess, what this episode was inspired by. So it was inspired by a couple of things. So first of all, um, it's my birthday next week, guys. <laughs> and so I am about to be 42 and... I get told constantly that, you know, oh my God, you don't look your age. You look so young. You look this, you look that. And I actually, in my opinion, I kind of disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Like I know I look good and I know I've got nice skin and I know that I look after myself. Yeah. Yeah. But I believe that you can always tell how old someone is within a few years. Yes. Even if they do look after themselves as best as possible. So even if they're aging the best yes. that they possibly can... There's still a maturity to their face. There's still aspects, there's still element to their bone structure and and different things that Mm. still make them look within a few years of themselves. On the flip side, however, though, I see patients all the time who can easily look 10, 15 years older than they are. So I don't believe anyone looks particularly too much younger than their actual biological age, but I do believe that people can look older than their biological age. And so I was thinking about that and I was thinking... You know, okay, so it comes back to I've, I've been able, if you put me next to someone else who's 42 who hasn't kind of necessarily done all the treatments or used all the products that I've used, you're definitely going to be able to see an age difference. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, I think what we should do is talk mm. to everybody about exactly what we do use. A, because we, we touch on it. We're like, oh, yeah, I use that cleanser. I use that. But we've never really sat down and said, this is what I use in the morning. This is what I use at night. And this is... Um, what I do over a 12-month period to kind of have my little tweakments. Yeah, I think this is great. I actually really like to know what you do, George. I think that I have a fair idea from, um, you know, previous episodes, but I did have a bit of a giggle recently because um, which which episode was it? But, yeah, how, how do, help, how do I, yes. So when we did help, how do I use this? And Kelly's going, you know, you don't need an eye cream if you're using high quality products. But I use three different eye creams. <laughs> okay, A, so, you're exaggerating. I use two different eye creams. Two different eye creams. So it's going to be interesting when we go through our routines. I would consider myself to have a, like a, a sort of average active skincare routine. It's not seven step Kevin, but... I wonder if George can overtake seven step Kevin. How no. many steps does she have? <laughs> okay, well, see, I still think it's pretty average, but. Okay, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. All right. <laughs> Are you going to go first or am I going to go first? All right, sure. First? Okay, so my morning okay. routine. Morning routine is bioglycolic cleanser, Gemarini, as we yeah. discussed. There's just, I'm never not going to be using that one. Um, followed by the, so I'll, obviously that goes on dry skin. Have a shower, get out of the shower. Then I <laughs> you, okay. come on, tell us. Don't don't you dare cut out steps. I want all of the steps again. All right, all right. Then I use Rebox Line Relaxer, which mm. is something we haven't really spoken about on this show much. It's like my little that secret that I'm product? keeping to myself. Yeah, um, the line relaxer on? is there was a different version of it called Rebox Seven, and the Rebox Line Relaxer is an enhanced version. So it goes around the Why eyes you keeping and keeping it to yourself, you bitch. No, it's only joking. It's, it's only been launched like a little, yeah. a little, you know, a couple of months ago, um, weeks ago. Sorry. So then I use that. So I use it around my eyes. So this goes on first. So it's around the eyes. It's on my um, near my frown line area and on the top of my lip. 
because it is it has the it's a neuromodulator topical neuromodulator so mm. it has a similar it doesn't it's not the same as anti-wrinkle injections in terms of how well it works but it is um designed to be used in conjunction with mm. your um anti-wrinkle injections because it has the ability to um inhibit the release of acetylcholine exactly the same way that your um, anti-wrinkle injections do and so when used in conjunction you can get more out of your injections and you can get um for me at the moment because i'm due i'm sort of mm, able to help with that help with that bit. longevity a little bit yeah so, so the little fine lines around this is a good idea then it is a really good idea. So like I said, this is actually a, a reformulated version of an old one called Rebox 7. And it worked quite well, but um, I think the company never thought it was quite there. And so they've they've redeveloped, they went back to the drawing board, redeveloped this new Revox line relaxer, um, which is now available. I've actually just bought it to stock for the clinic. And it comes in this beautiful um, like applicator that you, you know, cooling, soothing applicator around the eye. That's why I laughed before because I haven't actually always used this, but it's definitely something that I've added to my routine in the last couple of weeks, like religiously, because mm. I am due for my injections and I'm starting to feel a bit like old around the eyes. And it's it's like an instant freshener. Um, so it's like almost it's, it's within 15 minutes you can see the change. But then with consistent use, you actually start to see the improvements at eight and then even better at 12 weeks. And then you just keep using it. So... Right. So what when this, you what the is this on your website? I need to I need to get some of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about to be. We just ordered it like literally two days ago, so it should be okay. up there any day right. now. I'll hang tight. I'll hang By the tight. time this episode comes out, it will be up there. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> um, so the clinical studies. There's lots and lots of clinical data behind this particular product, and the clinical studies show that with consistent use, at the 12 week mark, your baseline wrinkles are better than pre-injection. So this is when. So this is a study done with a combination of. Um, uh, your anti-wrinkle injections plus the topical product and so if you think about it your injections will have worn off at the 12-week mark roughly yes but the overall result is better at the 12-week mark so there's a lot of um solid science backing this product and there's evidence to suggest that it's working and i've started using it like i said in the last couple of weeks and it's been phenomenal Mm, but it's the first product to be applied okay so bioglycolic cleanser revox line relaxer then i use the c correcting complex that we've spoken about a lot um, mainly mm-hmm. because of my melasma. And this and is revision as well? Revision, yes. And then I use my IntelliShade, my sunscreen. So it's four steps in the morning. Oh. So not too bad. It's probably yeah. not as bad as I thought it was going to be. No. Well, so when are you no. using your eye creams? Is that night time, is it? Night time, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll do my morning routine now. Yes, so, okay. Um, so my morning routine, I also use the Jan Marini Bioglycolic Cleanser. I like to mm-hmm. use that in the morning. Um, I think it just like wakes up my skin and also that's when I have my showers usually. So after I use a bioglycolic cleanser, I get out of the shower and I use the Revision um, C-Correcting Serum like you, Kelly. So I was nice. just using the regular vitamin C, but you totally sold me on the C-Correcting. <laughs> so it's probably been too and soon to say whether there's a difference yet because I've only been using it like a week. Um, so yeah. we'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted. Uh, so yeah, so after the mm-hmm. C correcting, um, it really depends on how my skin's feeling. I have kind of skin that um, sometimes it needs like a lot of hydration. Other times it's, it might be feeling okay. It just kind of depends. Um, so if my skin's feeling all right after that, then I'll just put on sunscreen. However, sometimes I do put on a moisturizer before the sunscreen if my skin is feeling dry and I would use a lighter moisturizer like the peptide. So the um, Mm. Jan Marini um, Age Intervention Peptide Extreme prior to putting on sunscreen. And I kind of do that and then I sort of walk around the house and make a cup of coffee and brush my teeth and stuff like to give the products time to settle. And then I'll put on the sunscreen maybe like 10 minutes later or something. Um, And I've just started using again. So I was using the Jan Marini uh, antioxidant sunscreen, the chemical sunscreen, but I've just switched to the physical sunscreen, the Jan Marini um, physical sunscreen. Which... Yeah, that's Seven Step Kev's fave too. He doesn't like the revision one. He's one of the few, like you. 
So yeah, so actually I will have to say that my new favourite sunscreen is the mm. Jan Marini yeah. physical sunscreen. Uh, and I need it because I think the reason that my melasma has gone crazy is because I've been using yeah, physical sunscreen. Yeah, it, it, it is a thing. It is unfortunately so, a thing. Yes, so that's my morning routine. And then if I'm out, you know, for like an extended walk, more than half an hour, I put a bit of the powder sunscreen on, the colour science yes, or the colour sense. Yes, actually, I'll put, sorry, I forgot yeah. that. So yeah, so it depends, like on a non-lockdown day when I'm going to work, yeah, I'll just no. put the um, IntelliShade on and then, yeah. you know, a bit of powder over the top, like makeup powder. Yes. Um, but lockdown life, I'll put, the, I pretty much have the sunscreen powder on every day because you just sort of, in the backyard you're That's doing right. just you're outdoors more than you normally would be absolutely so yes yeah, so i've picked that back up so i'll probably have to order another one of those soon because that's now getting a good workout whereas it probably doesn't usually <laughs> ah, all go. right so night time night time all right night? hit us up hit us up do you want to well you go you go first then or do you want okay. me to so at night time I again use my bioglycolic cleanser Mm -hmm. Um, on occasion I will use the papaya cleanser from the revision just if I've got I feel like I've got a bit of a buildup of makeup and I need a more of a um, foaming cleanser but I would say 90% of the time it's still just the bioglycolic so bioglycolic cleanser at night then I will apply my retinol now this is where I probably get a little bit you know obviously obviously I have access to lots of different products. So I alternate. (laughs) So I alternate every second night pretty much between one night will be retinol and the next night will be a product called BioClear. So BioClear is like a glycolic based um, product by Jamarini and it's, it's very good for melasma and pigmentation. So I alternate nights with those two. Um, yeah. And on no matter, regardless of whether or not I use the retinol or the BioClear, over the top of that goes the Age Intervention Peptide Extreme. So I so mm. still do use my peptide yeah. every day, but I use it at night. And then I alternate between <laughs> my <laughs> my two eye creams. So every second night as well. <laughs> Shut up, Andy. Um, so one night will be the DEJ, which is good for like skin laxity and I can use it on the top of my like top eyelid not just underneath the eye um, just to try and help with the aging eye area Mm. and then on the other nights I'll use the luminate eye just to try and help with dark circles is that Jan Marini as well the Jan Marini one yeah yeah. okay so on the nights so as I've said before I do like to kind of try and keep formulas together so the nights that I use the BioClear, I'll use the Luminate because they're both Gemmarini. And then on the night that I use the Retinol, um, I'll use the DEJ because they're both revision products. So that's quite an important point. And we did speak about this um, probably not for a while though, but just as a reminder, you do recommend that um, people are using, if they can, as much as possible um, products from the same range. So the same brand of product used together where possible. I mean, not always, but... If, yeah, if you can. and there are definitely some exceptions because you know if their pHs are similar, or sometimes you just need to, for example, with the Revox um, that I use in the morning, there's absolutely no issue with using that with any other brand that you use because it is a completely unique product, and so there are not really there are no other brands that have a product like that. So if you're using something completely different, but you're like, oh, I like the sound of that, there's no harm in using it, but you do need to leave it sit on the skin for a little bit longer so about five minutes before you apply something over the top because then you don't want to interfere with the formula so it just kind of makes it makes your routine a little bit more cumbersome um but i mean if you get into a routine where you kind of get out put your revox on do your hair and then do the rest of your skincare it's no big deal so because yeah. I, I think that is quite a common um, trap that people fall into is getting excited about different products and so using lots and lots of different brands. So you were saying just, you know, we were talking earlier that you do get people coming in, particularly if they're new clients with a bag of, you know, 10 different yeah. brands of products, <laughs> like this is what I'm using. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's just like throw some of them in the bin. Uh, these ones you can use you can use from your neck down to finish them up. And yes. these ones maybe give to your, you know, 16 year old daughter because right. she's okay yeah. with that. Yeah, and, and I think sometimes when they have been using so many different things, you know, I find that you go onto a website like Adore Beauty and you can yes. easily get excited about all the different yes. things and you end up buying like 10 different brands yes. and then it, that's not really great for your skin. But I know the other thing is, I mean, when you're talking about products like Gemmarini or Revision, they're very high quality yeah. products too. So we're not 
talking about your standard kind of formulations that that might not go so well together. But no, I definitely do recommend, you know, in the mornings I sort of stick to revision at night. I try and stick to Gemarini or, you know, however I mix it up. But like I said, there are exceptions to the rule. So if you cleanse with Gemarini and then use revision, there's absolutely no Probably not a that. big deal. You're washing it off your skin, right? So exactly. it's not like it's staying on the skin and interacting. Exactly. And if you, um, you know, you love your Gemarini, um, peptide but then you want to use your revision sunscreen again no big deal mm, you know mm, we've always yeah, said so, any yeah. sunscreen is better than no sunscreen yeah. so we're never going to be upset about that but you know then when, you, when you're getting into your you know your serums and and like layering different yes. things you probably do want to try and um, keep Stick it to the to same, the same brand. range and the reason yeah. being that you know different things don't always react well together whereas a range of products say the Jan Marini range or the revision range have been formulated to work together correct yeah, yeah. that's right okay Good reminder right, because so, I think some people, yeah, kind of their skin becomes a little traumatized by 10 yeah, different well, that's brands when we've of products. spoken in the past about <laughs> yeah. sensitized skin versus sensitive skin. So not everyone's born with sensitive skin. Some people create their own sensitive skin by kind of using way too many brands. So just do keep that in mind, regardless of what you're using, whether it's what we, we use or whether it's something different. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, all right. So that's Your Kelly's nighttime, nighttime routine. routine. So my nighttime routine... I um, cleanse with the Revision Gentle Cleanser, usually, because I find that the Jan Marini Bioglycolic, I just use once a day because it is a little more active. Um, and mm -hmm. so it really depends on how my skin is feeling and looking. So I sometimes use the Jan Marini in the evening if I'm seeing congestion. So like last week on my forehead, I was seeing a little bit of congestion, you know, that kind of like you look into the light and you've got like a little bit of that bumpy kind of skin, those congested mm. pores. And so I did use the Jan Marini twice a day and it actually really helped to just clear that up within a few days rather than have, you know, that congested pores turn into a pimple. So I think mm. I kind of like I'm guided by how my skin is looking and feeling. I feel like it's a bit of like, you know, what do we feel like today? But I generally, it depends. <laughs> if, if I've got a bit of congestion, I might use the Jan Marini, but generally I use the um, Revision Gentle Cleanser and I'm not really wearing makeup at the moment, so I don't have to consider double cleansing. I just do a single cleanse. If I was mm -hmm. wearing heaps and heaps of makeup, I might do a double cleanse. Um, then after the cleanser, it depends. I do um, apply a retinol, but not every night. So maybe every second night for the retinol. Um, That's okay. And I, um, on the nights that I'm not applying the retinol, I probably use the um, peptide because I'm not using it in the morning. Um, but then <laughs> I use the peptide and then I use the DEJ over the top. <laughs> but over winter, because my skin has been a little bit, um, you know, drier than usual, the DEJ has just helped to calm any areas of like inflammation, dryness, and just help calm um, that dry winter skin. So yeah, yeah, I'm loving that at the moment. So yeah, no yeah. eye creams for me, but. <laughs> but see, if you're using the DEJ, you know, it's got it's got similar qualities to the DEJI that yeah. I'm using it on those alternate nights anyway. So yeah, you know, okay. So I'm using it under the eye. I just don't put anything on my eyelids. Above, yeah. So yeah. I'll probably need some kind of upper blepharoplasty when I'm older. Oh, I look, I'm going to have one of them anyway, so <laughs> despite my eye cream use. Uh, all right, so well, that's, that's good. A, that's a good. Yeah. I'm glad that you're using retinol that often. Yes. Go you. Yeah, every Proud second you. night. Thank you. Mm. Yes. There you go. Yes. Woohoo. There you and go. And then what about week? Do you have any treatments that you use like once a week, once every couple of weeks, like masks and things? I would probably say I'm a bit lazy when it comes to that. So it's probably, yeah. realistically, it would be probably monthly with masks. Yeah, okay. Um, a little bit more often in lockdown just because. What yeah, else same. What else could you do? <laughs> I know I've never used masks so often as I have in lockdown. Skin's glowing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I would use the Gemmarini resurfacing pad. So it's a multi-acid. Oh, so it's yes. got like salicylic, glycolic few other acids in there so that's very good for kind of getting rid of that those dead cells mm. so i'll either use that or i'll use the revision black mask which does pretty much the mm. same thing just take off those dead cells keep the skin nice and fresh did one this morning when i did my hair I saw. that was the story i had to tell you okay so oh. lockdown life 
um, had to do my own, you know, regrowth touch up. Thanks to my beautiful hairdresser who gave me a little instruction kit and, and a pack so that I could keep my hair color the same. Didn't have to resort to a box dye. <gasps> no. But you know how when you go to the hair salon and they're using like a dark um, color on your roots, mm. they put like a Vaseline or some sort oh, of yes, um, yes. some sort of protective yes. barrier type product up there so it doesn't stay in your skin. I was like, I don't really have any Vaseline. What have I got? What can I what can I use? Kylie's skin was just sitting there, oh, still haven't used it. The glycerin. <laughs> and yes. I was like, this is just glycerin. Maybe I can use this. And so I did this really big layer all along my hairline. Worked, worked a charm. Worked a charm. There you go. So there you go. There's a use for Kylie's skin. It's a very expensive <laughs> use for Kylie's skin. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's here. I've got to use it for something. Well, that's true. That's true. Been using it for hand cream up to As now. As Chloe Kardashian <laughs> would say, not using that shit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did. I used it on my hairline and it worked. Okay. We'll, see, we'll see what happens. So, okay, so about once a month outside of lockdown for you with the mask. So I would yeah. say um, I'm probably the same in a usual month, but it's like kind of a afterthought of something to do when I'm bored or having, you know, mm. a night in. But I have been more regular with the masks since lockdown. So probably more like once a week. And I have noticed such a massive difference. I really hope that my non-lockdown self remembers this so that I continue to do the masks once mm. a week after lockdown. Yeah. So I've been doing the Jan Marini Skinzyme mask, which is a beautiful, like, has a little bit of the chemical exfoliant in. And I think, yes. like, you know, just help resurface and get those dead skin cells off, but quite in a gentle way. So it's suitable yeah. for sensitive and, it's very and dry soothing skin. And calming very too. soothing. Yeah. So nice. I have the Revision Black Mask, which I also like as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, all right, so that's like the at-home, you know, skincare mm. treatments that we don't do every day or every week. But what about in clinic? So, yeah, so professional treatments, let's just say on a 12-month basis. Um, no lockdown, obviously, because obviously mm. that gets in the way of all I everyone's, know. everyone's beauty regimes. <laughs> so, obviously, for me... Um, anti-wrinkle injections every three to four months um yes i treat myself yes. <laughs> most most injectors do because we don't we don't really trust anyone else to put a needle in our own faces so that's every three to four months but it's funny because i do treat myself it's kind of like that some days it, I, I am due yes. but at the end of a day after treating like 12 20 other people i'm just like oh, i'll do it next week i'll do it next week and then next minute i've got like full movement back so i'm like i really need to do myself so, yeah, so three to four times a year probably, realistically. Um, I'm I'm a laser fan. So, re yes. really, most of what you're looking at on my skin is, like, something to do with laser. So, two different lasers. So, the laser genesis, which is all about pigment. So, there's a melasma setting, which mm. is a really gentle setting. But you do have to do it sort of every two weeks um, for three or four times. And then your maintenance every couple of months. So, I, I'm pretty religious with my melasma laser. Is there um, any so, downtime to that laser? No, 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 no. So that not that particular setting because it's so it has to be so gentle with with melasma. Yes, it's okay. got to break it up, tiny, tiny, tiny baby steps. Yeah. Um, and then I use the skin tightening laser. Um, now realistically, I could use that every two weeks if I wanted to, <laughs> but I do not. <laughs> Um, but you could, and that's amazing. I could, and I should, and Talking if I've got an event coming up or something, I tend to like. I tend to frantically go, oh my God, we're going to do the skin tightening. Oh. But um, so I try to do that around my mouth area, like where you get, start to get the oh, jowls yeah. Yeah. and under the eyes to sort of tighten all that skin through there. Um, once a month, but again, realistically, I probably do it once every six to eight weeks. And then I'm like, oh crap, I got to do my laser. I got to do my. So I'm yeah, not as okay. religious as I should be, given that I have these lasers at my disposal. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I just get so busy at work. And then yeah. by the time you finish like yeah. a hectic day, the last thing yes. you want to do is inflict pain on yourself with a laser. <sighs> You're just like, oh, God, I'm going home. <laughs> so lasers are big. And then in terms of dermal filler. So um, what have I done? So I've actually only ever had my lips done twice. Mm. And the first time was only like three years ago. And then the second time was maybe 12 months ago. So um, when I get my lips done, I have them done differently to how I would treat most of my patients mm. who, who are asking for something different. So both the times that I've had my lips done, the injector has used a cannula 
And yeah. so instead of um, using a needle technique to try and create a lot of height or, um, I guess, added volume, volume. or changing, yes. changing yeah. the shape, yeah. we're going sort of deeper in the lip and just replacing Lifting what's, what's, yeah. what's been lost yeah. okay. um, as part of the aging process. Yeah. So, you know, my lips don't really look different to, I mean, they did no. for a couple of days after while I was swollen yes. and I enjoyed, enjoyed that and had a bit of fun. <laughs> But realistically, my, if you look at photos of me, my lips haven't really changed over the years. Yeah. It's just been, I've just been tweaking and replacing lost volume yeah, as okay. we go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, a little bit of filler through like my tear troughs and my cheeks just to kind of, you know, that stop that hollowing that you yes. get through your mid phase. Yes. Um, and then a little bit, where else did I have it? Oh, in my jawline. Just at the back of the so, jawline. Um, yeah. And so filler, would that be every year, every couple of years? No, really. Like, again, older? the cheeks and the jawline I had done when I had my last lips done. So that was about 12 months ago. And prior to that, I hadn't had any anything in my face for maybe five or six years. Yeah, okay. So so, no. so a lot of, um, I guess, what, what you're seeing for you is bone structure and you... Um, replacing like any lost volume structure over the years so but it sounds like lasers have really been your like you know fountain of yeah. youth <laughs> laser so, is where yeah. laser is where it's at for yeah. sure oh and sorry vampire facials too so uh, microneedling okay, with yeah. PRP so take the blood spin it down inject it back through the skin I would probably have one of them once a year as well so yeah. okay. I do think that for me and this is very much my philosophy and very much how I you know gear my education for my clients as well is that there is absolutely no point in putting things under the skin if your skin's not beautiful yes. and glowing and healthy and, and thick and yes. and hydrated so you know I do practice what I preach when it comes to that because I'm certainly not out there feeling my face uh yeah, like a crazy kids. person yeah 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 okay cool oh yeah look. Um, all right so what do I do um so I get my Botox my anti-wrinkle injections not as often as you because it's usually just when I see you. So whenever yeah. I see Kelly <laughs> is when I get it. So sometimes it's probably it's still, still it's like two no or lockdown. three times it's a year. Still three times a year. Yeah, yeah. maybe three times a year. Um, yeah. And obviously I had big chunks of time when I wasn't getting it because I was pregnant or breastfeeding, which is very annoying. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but I think because both of us did have it, like we started getting anti-wrinkle injections or Botox in our 20s. So we never had those deep lines formed that we were yeah. trying to really get on top of. So I think that really helps even if you do have long periods of time where you're not getting your top ups. Uh, yeah. So my face does. I have... think you can get away with um, going of going over overdue. Yeah. When you've been having it for a while. Oh, absolutely, and I will happily not get my frown done as long as I can get my uh, brow lift. But it's part <laughs> of the brow lift, the frown. So, but yeah. I do. Um, I have a very ac I have very active muscles in the lower face. So then I'm getting Botox in the lower face when I'm getting my upper face treated. So I'm doing like chin, um, like the witchy chin, uh, the mm -hmm. corners of the mouth. Uh, the I've, I've had that. Yeah, I've had that a few times. I need it more now than I've ever before. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm just yeah. like, I must be scowling a lot at the moment. So, um, and then well, I'm also, yeah. So, yeah. so people people might not understand what you're talking about. So if you draw a line from say oh, the okay, corner the of corner your of the, the corner of your lip down to um, your jawline, there is a muscle that runs basically down along that line. And its job is to essentially pull the, the sides of your mouth down. So if you've ever seen older people and the corners of their mouth just point straight down, like that sad face look, that tends to be because we ha they have overactive muscles there that just pull yeah. the corners of their mouth down. So that happens sometimes as just part of your anatomy or part of how you, you pull yeah. expressions. But also as you get older, those muscles just get stronger and stronger. So for you, if you're feeling like they're worse than ever, it might just be the fact that, you know, as you progress in age, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Thanks, those, those muscles are, those muscles are working it hard. Is, it is also part of my anatomy. So I do have very yeah. strong muscles yeah. in the lower face. It's part of my anatomy. If you look at my mom and like, like it, yeah. you can see that is more where the aging is so it's something that I've probably been having treated preventatively but now mm. because I'm due for my injections plus 
Thank you. I am getting slightly older, despite <laughs> my appearance. Um, I've, I notice it. Look, other people probably wouldn't. Obviously, I'm a little more tuned into it because I know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, of um, course. And of then course. I also get um, my gummy smile done. Not always, yes. just sometimes. But when I smile, what I mean by gummy smile is people are going to be like, what is wrong with you? You're so body dysmorphic. <laughs> when I smile, I show a lot of my gums. Um, and it's cute. Like you don't have to treat it, but you yeah, know, no. some, I have nice teeth. I have, I've had braces twice in my life, so I do have lovely straight teeth. Um, but, um, showing a lot of gum, not everybody wants that. So I tend to yeah. get a couple of tiny little injections in the upper lip just to help relax that muscle that's lifting the top lip. And then it means that you don't show as much of your gum when you smile. And it's mm. very, very small dose, like two doses, two units, right, or something. It's uh, yeah. You can do another variation of it called the lip flip, which is a favorite of, you know, the KGA fam, um, mm-hmm. where you put a little tiny bit of Botox around the top of the lip, and that helps to kind of, um, what would you call that, like, in... Uh, yeah, well, pull, turn the lip the out, lip, essentially, so what... Yeah, so that's why it's called the lip flip because it kind of flips, flips your volume out so it's a bit more noticeable. But not everyone's suitable for that. It depends on whether or not your muscle is actually pulling your lip under or not. So, So there's a time. A lot of people want it. Yes, not but not everybody's it. suitable for it. So you can ask yeah. about it next time you go see Kelly or your injector Definitely. and they'll let you know if you're an eligible candidate. But I love a good lip flip. So does Seven Step Kevin. Um, so, <laughs> so the long and the short of that is uh, Botox every three months if we're not in lockdown. Um, maybe every six months if we are in lockdown. Mostly in the upper face, little bit in the lower face. Um, yes. In terms of filler so i've had filler um not every more often than me more often than kelly um, she loves a filler I she has to, she's a client that needs to be told no every now and i then. do need to be told no but i love filler and the funny thing is filler doesn't <laughs> love me so sometimes i end up having to get it dissolved i've only ever had it dissolved once um, not my work, by the way. Not Kelly's work. <laughs> um, but I've had, yeah, under the eye, because, you know, you lose volume in the mid face as you get old. Um, but a lot of the filler has actually been in the lower face. And I think, again, this is my anatomy. I mm. don't have as strong, I have a lot of strong muscles there, but not as strong like with the bone structure. Bone structure. So it's showing mm. aging a lot more than my upper face or mid face is. So I've had um, chin and jawline in the lower face as well as my lips. I love big lips. I actually, like, my lips are probably, like, average size normally, but I I would have my no, lips No, your as... lips are naturally on the larger size as Okay, well. fine. They're naturally on the larger size. But, <laughs> but Who would know what your natural lips look like these days anyway? Well, I guess you'd have to go back to a photo of me, like, at 22 Ten years or something. Ago. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess my lips have always been, like, full um they're not ginormous now they're bigger than like you know i would i would quite happily go bigger i know it's ridiculous but i like people have to tell me no i love a full lip i think it's high i mean i don't (laughs) i think you'd need to be able to pull it off though and I think you can. And That's the thank other you, thing. thank it, you. You can. Thank I mean, I wouldn't do it for you if I didn't think it. If I didn't think it suited I your face, know, right? I know. I know. And I think because I do, um, like, I have some people describe it as like a cartoon face. Like I have big eyes and I'm very noisy, so maybe I could get away with like giant lips as well. <laughs> the porcelain skin. Like a, yeah, like a clown face. Like a doll. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like a sex doll. That's the look I've been going for. <laughs> That's the look a lot of people are going for. <laughs> um, so then um, lasers and things. I haven't had, I've had a little bit of laser, but not regularly. And primarily because um, I think I keep saying, I've got to come see you, Kelly. I've got to yeah. get laser and then bloody lockdown. Lockdown. So you've basically been like COVID since you got your beautiful fancy lasers. So mm. once those once lockdown is lifted, I'm going to move to Tamworth for at least two weeks. Come and have, <laughs> Everything come and have some laser. <laughs> um, so yes, I've had a little bit of PRP and laser, but not regularly or consistently. And I think up until now, I've gotten away with it um, because I do have fair skin. I have looked after my skin and stayed out of the sun. I use active skincare. But 
now more than ever, my face and my skin need it. Need, so, a, need a little laser love. Laser love. And so I'll be coming and I'll be camping outside <laughs> when I'll those doors open. <laughs> okay. So many people are saying that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Has anyone oh, taken up cool. on it? Yeah, so there you go. I think... So, um, then I think before we get to the sassy minute, oh, um, yes. I, I, one of the other reasons I wanted to do this is because we're constantly talking about, you know, breaking down that stigma around mm. like what you do and, yes. you know, the things that you do to kind of preserve yourself and, and, and make yourself feel better. <laughs> yeah. So what about things that you would be open to having in the future, ah, surgical wise, yes. or, you know, I'll start. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm open to absolutely anything and everything. Yes. So as you mentioned before, Upper lid, lower lid, blepharoplasty, yeah. do it. Okay, do can it. we go like, together? Yeah. <laughs> tufa, tufa. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm all over it. And I'd even go as far to say if they did a lower lid blef, blef um, I'd like them to maybe suck a bit of fat out and put my own fat back in under ah, my eye. So we get a yes. little bit of... Yeah, Juice that'd be... Up. Yeah. I mean, they can also suck a bit more fat out and throw it away too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not I don't need all of it face, back in my no. face. No, yeah. Don't suck it out your um, face, though. <laughs> I, I, I mean, God, I don't. I know I don't need it now. I'm not being a crazy like. I think yeah, I look a terrible being person. Crazy, but that's okay. Let's but go. I will. I'm all for in the future having like a mini facelift where they just oh, you know pull the lower yes, half of your face yes, back. Yes. Um, so what age are we thinking for the bleph and the facelift? Do you think you're like ten years from now, more? Maybe like ten years for the bleph. Yeah, okay. Like early 50s. Yeah, early 50s. And then okay. maybe late 50s for the like lower right. face. Okay. Just all keep right. it all snatched, you know? Right. Like, nice. Keep don't it let tight. it get to that keep point. Keep it tight. <laughs> keep it tight. Yeah, keep it tight. Um, I'm cool with that. So I probably will wait another 10 to 15 before any form of surgery. <laughs> I'm not Never quite say, 40 yet, so maybe I don't know. I don't know if we should be putting, like, time limits on our, on yeah, our own yeah, selves, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not hold us. <laughs> I would hope anything. to wait 10 to 15 years, okay, but who knows? Right. So that's probably what I'll be getting as well. I think it will be um, – I really think it will be something around the eyes for me. Yeah. Um, and a face You might lift, not even need, know. like, an actual brow lift. Yeah. So I feel where like they pull everything's the brow just going to need, bit. like – not Pulling just back. like the eyelid. Yeah. Okay, all right. Thank you, Kelly. You don't just need an eyelid. You need the brows as well. <laughs> Thanks. Well, we're being open and honest we here. We are. Aren't we? Thank you. I like it. It's a safe space. Just us and our 300 <laughs> friends that are listening. Um, so, what about body treatments? Let's let's so, be open and honest here. <laughs> yeah, the number one body treatment I want to have and I actually have, well, I had a consult mm. booked. Ugh. Um, so the fat you get under your arms, near your mm. boobs, even when I was 20 kilos lighter, I had that yeah. pocket there. Um, it's actually breast tissue, which is why I can't like just inject it with fat dissolving or oh, anything like that. Is that why? Cause, Cause I was going to say to you, can't you just put the fat yeah, dissolving in or, or even my new body machine? No. So yeah. it's actually breast tissue. Um, oh. and I know that because when I was pregnant, it was, yes. Filling, filling up like like right. the boobs were. So does that mean um, you have to go to a like a surgeon to get it surgically removed then? Or yeah. So I, that's my yeah. that's my number one thing I want to do, and that's oh. what I want to go and have my consult for. So I want them to get rid of that, yeah. and at, while they're at it, sort of. So would suck, that count, suck, Would suck that be classified as a breast reduction then, rather than liposuction? Don't I don't know. know. I don't even know if they can lipo that because they would have to like cut it out, wouldn't yeah, they? Yeah, it would be a breast reduction. Yeah. And then just a bit of sneaky lipo around the edges. <laughs> sneaky lipo around the arms and like the bit that goes into the back fat. Yeah. So that's, that's, I mean, that's happening. That's going to happen in the next 12 months, guys. Oh so so keep your eyes peeled yes. for how I'm going to be wearing singlets all over the place. Yes, I'm going to get those titties out. <laughs> <laughs> I already do that. I just try, I just got to. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah, just hide the side bits. <laughs> hide the side bits. Hide the bingo wings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's um that's exciting. That's exciting. I would love to get lipo. Um I think there's a real stigma around liposuction. I think some of that is founded. Obviously, there's a lot of like young girls that don't need things going and getting the tweaks. 
Um, and I think that well, getting the like the BBLs, so the like BBL, where they sort of suck it out of one spot and put Brazilian it back in another and lifts. completely change the shape of your body, like it's just again, a bit... it's that Kardashianizing the yeah. same same sameness of the face and the body, which is sad. That's not what I want. I would just mm. like my jiggly mum tummy. Like I'm pretty fit. I don't have a lot of pockets of fat on my body. I just have this very stubborn fat on my stomach. Mm. that I can't shift. And even when I was like 20 kilos lighter than I am now, so like running every day, like super trim, I still had a stomach. And it's just my anatomy. And I think that this is the thing, like normalizing that everybody has their problem areas. Everybody's body is different. And if you don't like something, it's okay to do something about it. It's okay to not do something about it. It's kind of up to you. Um, but that's just not I, yeah, I really want, we judge anyone for doing whatever yeah, they want to do. I really want lipo. I haven't got it today because I keep thinking, oh, I'll get rid of it. Oh, it's not that noticeable. Oh, I don't really care about it. Oh, it's too expensive. So who knows? I mean, yeah, it's I quite think... an investment, you know, so it's definitely something that <sighs> you need to be at the right stage of your and, life. Yeah, the and that's the thing, right like too. with the kids being young and, you know, I haven't really had capacity in my life to do it. It's very different to dashing out on your lunch break and getting your lips done. So, um, but I think it will happen in the next few years because as my metabolism slows down, the situation ain't getting any better. Yeah. So (laughs) I think it's going to happen in the next two to three years. So that's on my shopping list for after lockdown. (laughs) Maybe that'll be Watch this space. Watch this space. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, All right. So for anybody that listened last week, Kelly did a sassy minute where she asked me ridiculous questions, (laughs) which were pretty ridiculous. So go back and have a listen. They were just so stupid. They were. And I said, okay, well, so what about you? She said, yeah, that's your turn next week. So... (laughs) I'm here. Here we go. And I said, depending on how long we um, rabbit on for in the other bits would depend on how many questions I ask you. I feel like we have gone on for a really long time. Yeah. So I'm just going to cut. Let's, let's, let's keep gonna it cut. to an actual sassy couple yeah, of minutes. Let's keep it to a sassy couple of minutes. All right. So first question, George, are you ready? Mm-hmm. If we were in a zombie apocalypse, what would be your weapon of choice? <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty oh. fitting at the moment with COVID. All right, so you. I'm lame. I, I I don't think I'd be. I I wouldn't do so well in a zombie apocalypse. Um, <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe will... like maybe my lasers. Maybe I can. Oh. <laughs> just use. George, you don't... I mean, has anyone done any like clinical studies on how la- how lasers and zombies go together? How? But okay, so it how... might stop them. But they're not that portable, are they? The lasers. What you're gonna wheel it no, around? No, I'll stand in my clinic you? and wait for them to come to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't know. I might save the world. You might save the world. You might also get eaten by a zombie. But okay, that's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. All right. Fine. Um, the laser. <laughs> that, that's not Frankly, the answer she that's was not expecting. The answer I was expecting at all. I said to you, I picked- all the cosmetic doctors and nurses in the world can stand in their clinics and wait for the zombies to come. They're the only ones standing at the end of it. I and all, it. well, either that or or no one's going to be beautiful because we've all, we've all died. Yeah. Or you'll be beautiful right before you die because you're just lasering yeah. yourself. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. So if you could be a fly on the wall mm. anywhere with anyone, Ooh. any group of people, who would you be listening to? People that are alive now or any time? Oh, now. Probably now. Oh. now. Oh, God. I don't really care that much about it. What other people really? say. No. Um, maybe. You're not oh, intrigued is... by what goes on behind closed doors of any of your favorite celebs or. I mean, maybe I could go and, and be the whistleblower on JLo and her olive oil. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> J-Lo's cosmetic but appointments. I feel like if I'm going to be able to listen into anyone's conversation, it's got to be something more poignant than that. Um, oh. uh, uh, maybe, maybe I... Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, no one who's not a celebrity, because I don't... I couldn't care less what people are saying. Yes. Um, well, that's why I just assumed you'd pick a celebrity, because then you could have, like, the inside scoop on something controversial. 
Yeah, but I'm a fly. What if they just kill me? Like, and then oh, I like, okay. don't know anything. <laughs> just the ability to listen in. Okay. Um, uh, maybe, maybe like go. You, I probably want to go to the White House then and see like oh. what what scandals are actually happening behind everyone's backs and under the table. Yeah, maybe I'd try and I really, use it for I really like, thought you'd pick like the Kardashians, like you'd be there with like Kylie Jenner and Travis or you'd be there with like Kim and Kanye. I'm not surprised that you didn't pick Kardashians or like Paris yeah. Hilton or something. Or the Housewives. Can you imagine being there like while they're filming an episode of the Housewives and seeing like what actually happens versus like yeah. what's put on for the cameras and Yeah, I guess yeah. that would be cool. That would be cool. But I'd want to be one. I'd be like <sighs> and now here I am annoying little fly buzzing around. <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> I wanna be a housewife. <laughs> Alright, fine, fine, fine. Sorry. Okay, all right, so I'll just do two more questions, okay? Okay, okay. So the next one is... If These you are good could, questions. Though. Yeah, I've got more as well for next time. <laughs> Excellent. If, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Pizza. Yeah. Oh, really? Pizza. Like yeah. for breakfast, lunch, breakfast, and dinner? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Done. That's disgusting. <laughs> Can it What's be a different kind of pizza or just one... Yeah, it could be. Pizza. Yeah, it could be different kind yeah. of pizza. Like you can have a See, breakfast, have breakfast pizza, pizza, lunch pizza, pizza, dinner pizza. pizza. <laughs> could even have a d- dessert pizza. Yeah, Nutella pizza is the best. <laughs> yeah, no pizza for sure. Oh, that was so quick and easy. <laughs> I kind of feel like I already knew the answer to that one. Okay, yeah. here's the the last question. It's a funny one. Um, I don't know what you're gonna say. Actually, it kind of <laughs> relates to an episode we did as well. Okay. <laughs> if you and I started a cult what kind of cult would it be (laughs) um i don't know like what are we wearing like what do we do what are we forcing our followers to do what are we well we're forcing our followers to use active skincare obviously (laughs) um we're forcing them to drink adequate amounts of water and (laughs) (laughs) we're forcing them to um, have laser w- once every six to eight weeks. <laughs> okay. Um, and we'd be the most beautiful cult in the world. So are we like the anti-aging cult? Yes. <laughs> what are we we're wearing? Just... What's our cult wearing? Oh, we're wearing something really cool, like okay. something designer. Actually, not that I would look good in this outfit right now, <laughs> but... <laughs> In our cult, obviously, yes. we've got nothing else to do but look yes. good. So yes. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm guessing we're Assume both twenty kilos lighter. this is afterlife. This is afterlife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that that comes with the cult too. So <laughs> there was a, there's this really cute like Fendi, um, like tiny little like shorts and a little crop top. Oh, that's cute. that's. I'll send it to you. It's adorable. Awesome. That's our that's our uniform. I feel, feel like people would want to be in this cult. Maybe even the housewives. Wow. Bloody hell! Let's Kyle do it. Richards. Then. Some some Fendi and some laser. She'd be in. So if you guys are interested in joining the KGA cult, <laughs> um, um, you you'll be and allowed. And for those in... uniforms, yeah, it's going to be an expensive entry fee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you may have to start saving, but you know, by the time you've saved enough money to be in the cult, we'll have gotten our lipo. So I think the timing yeah. will work well. <laughs> We might have to put some of your entry fee towards our life, though. That's okay. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, I mean, we, we're, the, we're the heads. That's what cults do, yeah, don't they? What, yeah, they, they take all to, your money. They worship us. So. <laughs> Give us your money so we can fund our life. <laughs> In return, Kelly will bring a laser. <laughs> I will. The anti-aging cult. I love it. The anti-aging it. cult. And if the zombie apocalypse comes, we'll be safe because we'll have the laser. <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. All right. Well, all right. before With we wrap that, up. Oh, before we wrap up. Hang on. I got a little surprise oh, I didn't tell you, you about. What? So for all of our listeners, mm-hmm. uh, because we are still in lockdown, yeah. I wanted to do another discount code. Oh, fun. For everything that you and I use. So all the products <gasps> that we've specifically Yay. mentioned today, we're offering 20% off. Hang on, and while the code I run word off is, some more products. Hang on. <laughs> the, co- the code word is sassy. Yay! Oh, that's such a nice so, surprise. Yeah, I know. So that'll be Thank available you. for one week. So from the Wednesday to Wednesday of the release <gasps> of this and then our next one. Yes. Anything we've mentioned today, 20% off. Use the yes. code word sassy. 
Oh, so that's like bioglycol, January bioglycol yep. cleanser. The even the Revox, the new the Revox, the revision Revox, the C correcting serum, the Gen Marini Agent of Enzyme Peptide Extreme, DJ Intellishade Matte, Gen Marini Physical Sunscreen, the the masks, the resurfacing pads. Oh my God! All the great products. (laughs) This is amazing. I know. Thanks, Thanks George. Well, I hope everyone's as excited about that as, as you are. I am, because I need to stock up, so it's bloody convenient for me. <laughs> <laughs> and my mum and my husband can stop oh. stealing my products or buy them their own. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell your mum the code word. I will. I know she doesn't listen anymore. I know, bitches. <laughs> so the code word is sassy. Get on to kellygeorgeaesthetics.com, guys. Thanks to Kelly for... Um, Hooking us up with all these amazing discounts and thanks to Kelly's um, other child, KGA Body, for sponsoring mm. Skin and Sass. Don't forget to uh, check them out as well. You can buy them on Kelly's website. Um, they're beautiful products for your, for your body as well as your face. We didn't actually talk about KGA Body no. here, which is but very I thought weird. Maybe it just, it just <laughs> goes without saying. It goes without saying that we're using the full range, right? So go, Full range, go but for me in particular, KGA. step one, because I'm obsessed with the, the yes. body scrub. My mum's favourite product as mm, well. I just love it. It just. It gets rid of the chicken skin. It's so good. Yeah, same, same. The chicken skin is like, it's a constant battle for me. You know, the funny why, thing why is... Why is it's, chicken skin a thing? It's I just, don't know. Why? Why? You know, the funny thing is that, like, my upper arms, the chicken skin is so much better, but it still looks bad because of the pigment. Mm. I want to get my upper arms lasered. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. She's coming to stay when lockdown's over. Coming to stay when lockdown's over. <laughs> over. So thanks, all right, George. Well, that's awesome. Thanks for listening, everyone. Wow, love your face.